about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. just like to start off this night with um, just giving glory to God and just starting off with prayer. Father, I thank you for this wonderful evening that you've given us. I thank you for blessing us with this new year. I pray that you just um, bless your people as you give me everything to say and that their hearts will be open. And I thank you, Father, and I pray that it blesses your people in Jesus' name. Amen. So first and foremost, of course, I want to thank God for this opportunity to speak tonight, and thank you, PTAT, for this time. Um, I hope that you all are having, like, a great new year, um, but for this new year, God has been speaking to me regarding how we must put him as, his, as, the, as our priority and put him first in our everyday lives. It's so cool how at times we hear things like from our pastors about how God will confirm the word that you get from him by like hearing the word God gave from other pastors and ministers and prophets. But like when I was listening to AT's word this Sunday, I was like, whoa, like it's true. <laughs> so like everything that AT was saying, like it like resonated with me and was like just confirmed the word that I have tonight. So he spoke about how we must choose to put him first and expect the great things God provided for us, such as healing, as well as how your thoughts must be aligned with God's word. So I will be speaking, so what I will be speaking about will go along with that. So this will be like a really short and sweet word, but er this whole day I like battled in my mind leading up to tonight. The devil attempted to like discourage me and tell me like my word is too short and my word is not anointed. But I know everything he says is a lie. We all know that. It doesn't matter how short or long it is. What matters is that I let God say everything that he wants me to say to his people. So for months, I have been struggling with keeping my priorities in order and putting God first. There was many times in my life where I would get caught up with everyday life, such as being a new wife, running my own business, completing homework, studying for my master's degree, work, and all this other stuff. You know what we get caught up in, like, everyday lives as, like, you know, natural people. So although these things are great, sometimes we get overwhelmed by these things, and then we start to put these things first and make them our priority rather than God. So I began waking up in the morning with my mind just scrambling, checking my email, responding to texts, doing other things rather than reading the word and praying. This began to become a habit where I would not give God my first, my first, uh, my time first thing in the morning. So if you guys will please um, turn to 1 John 2.17. As people of God, we must we must realize that the things of this world we easily get distracted by and caught up with should not be our number one. Some of the things we put first are not always bad things in general, such as family or business. It's when it becomes first and or begins to become an idol. That's when we need to reevaluate our priorities. We must put first in, the, in our lives as our father. 
We must focus on pleasing God and bringing souls to Jesus. 1 John 2.17 states, And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So God's telling us we will all have eternal life. The devil knows that when we have God at the forefront of our lives, every aspect of our lives is in order. When we seek him above everything, our lives are a whole lot easier. When God is first, we are able to complete the call our Father has on our lives because we are not distracted and have our eyes fixed on the Savior. The enemy comes quickly to distract us from the things God has for us. He comes to steal, kill, kill destroy, according to John 10.10. 10. This includes steal time, kill ideas, and destroy purposes. When you stop spending as much time with God, that, that is when you are not prepared to fight against the enemy's attacks. When these attacks happen, we must be able to speak the word over the situation. In Proverbs 18.21, it tells us that our words can bring death or life, and we will reap the consequences of what we say. So could you guys turn to Matthew 6.33? In my personal life, I began to notice a difference in my faith, as well as my overall mood when I didn't spend much time with God, which includes both reading his word and praying. Even my responses to natural attacks were different. If a symptom would hit my body, I'll be like, here we go again, and like just roll my eyes. Rather than get off my body in the mighty name of Jesus, this is not my portion. It does not belong to me. This is why it's important to seek God in everything you do. Matthew 6.33 states, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Can we turn to Proverbs 3.24? So when this happened, I wasn't well equipped because I wasn't in the word or talking to my father consistently. As A.T. says, I wasn't plugged in the power source. We must be plugged in the power source at all times. At times like this, because I was so caught up with everything, uh, everyday life, and did not have efficient time management, a lack of sleep also happened. And I began to fall asleep even before praying at night. So praying at night and covering your mind um, and dreams with the blood of Jesus is highly important. This is when the devil attempts to attack our dreams and our thought life when, and gives us thoughts that are not aligned with God. That's when like, I started battling with like, some bad dreams, and I'll just like, wake up and then just pray against it. But before just praying after it happens, be pray, pray before it even tries to happen, when the devil will try to even put it towards you at night. So Proverbs 3.24 says, you can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. The Bible instructs us to remain persistent with prayer. Ephesians 6.18 says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So this whole cycle of me remaining of me not remaining consistent with spending time with God was not an immediate stop for me, unfortunately. How many of you attempt to stop something that does not please God, then the next day, hour or minute, do it again? <laughs> I would repent and then wake up make, and make other things my priority. That was not a true a repentance and apology if you keep doing what you're asking for forgiveness for. You repent and stop the behavior. How many of you would like a friend 
that would continuously lie to you, then apologize every time they lied, but continue to do it. I, w I know I wouldn't. I would be like, I'm done with her. She's not making it in my 2024. <laughs> I had to choose to seek God. So could we turn to Proverbs 1.19.2? The Bible tells us that when we seek and put God first, we have joy. Having joy goes beyond just happiness. It is not circumstantial. As my joy came back, I began to have complete joy during the battles I faced. It says to always be joyful in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. Psalms 119.2 states, Joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. So can we turn to Joshua 1.8? So during this time of spiritual dryness, I began to battle with my health for weeks at a time. I was not able to hold down my meals. I was battling severe stomach pain, overall body pain, and all kinds of trash that did not belong to me. I missed church, work, family events, all of that. The devil attempted to get me off of what God had for me and detour my thought life into a path that was not for me, leading to speech that was not aligned with God. Hence, when I would respond by rolling my eyes and just accepting it as my reality, which it's not, this is what happens when we are not meditating on God's word constantly and consistently. Joshua 1.8 says, Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Until I began to dive into the Bible and pray consistently, I began to have an overall state of joy regardless of the circumstances. I began to stop focusing on the problem and focusing on the problem solver. Could we turn to Proverbs 3, 6? So your life begins to fall into place when you seek him and put him first in all that you do. Many times in my life, I was not sure of my career path. I would try to force things and convince, convince myself of interest in something, apply to higher degree programs, and constantly search for online paths for, for myself online. When I would put it into my own hands, and when I would put it out of my hands and put it in God's, everything began to make sense. For instance, when I began to, to hear God tell me that pursuing dentistry was a no, and I kept feeling a resistance in my spirit to not pursue it, I applied to a master's program that helped me become more competitive for dental school. I was accepted into the program and began my first semester. However, not every yes or acceptance is a yes from God. As I completed my first few weeks of the program, I kept feeling that no still in my spirit. How many of you guys just keep hearing the no, but then just ignore it for like a long time because you just don't want to accept it? No, I want this, this to be for me, but it's not for you. <laughs> so um, not long after, I left the program and began to truly put it in God's hands. So please take it from me. He knows better than you and I. Because my plan and purpose is not is not better than God's plan and purpose he has for me. So Proverbs 3, 6 states, Seek his will and all you do, and he will show you which path to take. After God gave me the answer to what educational program to pursue, I felt complete peace and a sense of enjoyment as I navigated throughout this program. 
Although it wasn't always easy to take my hands off of my life, I had to realize that my life and past belonged to God. I asked God to give me the ears to hear his voice and wisdom to follow it. When we seek God and draw near to him, he will draw near to us. Many times in my life I had to truly seek God and pursue him. James 4.8 says, Come close to God and God will come close to you. Could we turn to 1 Samuel 38? When you have a decision to make, you should follow the example of King David, specifically the time when David was battling the Amalekites. So in 1 Samuel 30, it describes how the Amalekites raided Negev and Ziklag and carried off the women and children, including David's two wives. At, first, at this time, David's men were frustrated because of what happened to their families, and they began to dis discuss stoning David. But David found his strength in God and asked for God's instruction on what to do in his, this situation. And 1 Samuel 30 says, Then David asked the Lord, Should I chase after this plan of raiders? Will I catch them? And the Lord told him, Yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. So in this chapter, David seeks God on what to do and disregarded his own opinions and beliefs. He fully gave the situation to God. He knew that God knows better and was confident that God was not going to lead him astray. We must be the same with our lives. Be so confident in God that we go to him first and seek advice on what to do in situations rather than taking it into our own hands. Can you imagine what would have happened to David if he did not seek God in this situation? I don't even want to know. <laughs> and verse 18 through 19, it says, David got back everything the Amalekites had taken, and he rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, small or great, son or daughter, nor anything else that had been taken. David brought everything back. So if you are unsure of where you should go in life, what career path to take, whatever it may be, just seek God and put him first. So I will seal this word with a prayer. I thank you, Jesus, for this night. Thank you for the word that went forth through me. I thank you for just giving me this opportunity and for your, all of your people here and that will hear online. And I pray a blessing over your people in Jesus' name. Amen. the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added.